When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. What's good with you on this Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, wherever you are. Thanks for being a part of Canty and Carlin. Got Ian Fitzsimmons and Freddie coming in for the guys today. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio in case you want to know. Yes, Ian is doing some seriously, seriously live action when it comes to horse racing at different tracks <laughs> around the country. It's gone a lot better lately for those who wanted to know. The, 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 Had a nice exacto box. Yes, yeah. right, the anxiety nice is not as much oh, now well, that no. even Ian's wife wanted to know, saying, are you live betting during the show? And he was like, of course, don't you know me? And she goes, oh, my God, that's where we are right now. <laughs> she said, me a text. We were in a, we, we were paying bills in a break. Yes, and uh-huh. we had a very close race with yes. an exacta box with yeah. a long yeah. shot. Yes, we really. hit it. Uh-huh. Of course, you know you have that racing Jones meltdown. You're screaming, <laughs> "Come on!" And then we hit it, and she sends me a text. <laughs> this this studio is supposed to be soundproofed. Obviously, the, the we we uh, exceeded yes. right. The, yes, the what volume. Do mean, what do you mean we? Me. Thank you. And. Are you are you betting on horses during the show? My response: Yes. Yes. She's like your mother, and you like the son. Like, like yes. Like, Is that okay? Like, how long have you been married to me? I'm about to say it's like she doesn't know you. We had Gulfstream running today. Yo, know, uh-huh. the Oak Lawn, the, the last race at the fairgrounds. You guys have picked the five, seven, nine tri box. So uh-huh. I, I hate tri. I hate trifectas, but okay. hey, you, we'll play it. Why not? When in Rome, when in Rome, do ask. Yeah, so been able yeah. to do that. So in case you're wondering if he I'm if he distracted. sounds right, if he sounds a little distracted, it's because the the, the horses are on the track and he's paying attention as far as that goes. Our producer Stasienki is ready for race nine to be run at the fairgrounds. Like, can we please yeah. have this man focus for at least five minutes? First, I think he wants to chase you on the track with a stick to get your attention back on like focus. Like a horse. Like there a horse. Go. No doubt about that. Hit us up anytime you want on Twitter. If you got horse racing tips, we'd love to hear them and see them at Ian Fitz ESPN. That's Ian's handle. My handle at Coleman ESPN. And that horse is still on the track when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, at least maybe in the future. But according to Adam Sheff, the ESPN NFL Live insider, he said on ESPN NFL Live in the Combine that the Carolina Panthers want to have a conversation with the Green Bay Packers inquiring about the availability when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Now, I understand if you're the Carolina Panthers, what have you got to lose? You make an inquiry, yeah. you see if he's interested. If he is, then maybe you can work out a deal as far as that, con- as that is concerned. But if you're the Carolina Panthers and right now you don't believe you have a quarterback at all, there's no harm in talking and see exactly where that might lead with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and I think a lot of people forget that Carolina has Matt Corral, you know, on that roster where he got hurt late in preseason last year, quarterback out of Ole Miss. Um, you know, some people had a you know a late first on him, you know, early second. You know, they got him in the third. So mm-hmm. uh, Matt Corral might, might might be an option. Who knows? Uh, there's the maturity aspects there that 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 people question a bit, but. If you're uh, to your point, man, if you're Carolina, why not kick the tires? Uh, not just on Derek Carr, whom they met with yesterday, but also on Aaron Rodgers. Now, 
Here's what I, what I would pose to any NFL team out there, okay. and this includes the Green Bay Packers, which Brian Gutenkunst, their, their GM, we heard a different tone from him for the oh, first yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And that was, look, man, we it almost sounded like Aaron Rodgers fatigue. We signed you to, to a three-year, $150 million contract last year. We thought we were done with this year-to-year stuff, and here we are again is Aaron Rodgers, does he want to play in Green Bay and make 60-plus million dollars this year? Or does he want to play football anymore? Does he want to go somewhere else? I mean, if I'm if I'm the Packers, I'm tired of it also. But I pose these questions to you, and okay. they're very simple. Yeah. If you're any NFL general manager, if you're any NFL owner, if you're any NFL head coach, is Aaron Rodgers your long-term solution at quarterback? Well, no, he's not even close to being a long-term solution at quarterback. But in the NFL, that's a second-by-second league. If you can win a championship now and he brings you closer to that, that's why he can be very intriguing if you're not maybe so much the Carolina Panthers, but somebody like the New York Jets waiting for him before they decide to move on to somebody else. So the answer, yes or no, is no. Right, no. But I explained why. Uh, Yeah, cost-efficient. Yes or no. $59 million, unless your salary cap is $800 million, then no. Recent playoffs, recent playoff success, yes or no? There's a no, but they're not looking at that. Unknown commitment from the most important position in sports. See, that's a yes. I don't think there's an unknown commitment. He is committed. I know last year, whatever that was, but he's had no history of having a lack of commitment. So that's a yes. I, I'm going to go a no. Uh, that, that he is. I, I don't know if he's committed. Right now, he's talking about retirement. When, when you start thinking about retirement. Is he really? Dude, is he? This is Aaron Rodgers here. Take 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 the source. <laughs> but again, do you want all that? It, it, it's not a. Is he right now invested in the Green Bay Packers? He's no. A, he, he's it's not, no. He's, he's not, not. He's not invested in anybody but Aaron Rodgers. That's my Your point. So taken. It, yeah. The, un, the unknown commitment. It, it, it's it's a yes. I don't know if he's committed or not. I have no idea. I'll, I'll say he's committed because he still wants to play. Does he? Yeah, he does. He just said he went into that dark room thingy because he's trying to figure out the rest of his life. Well, that's because he seemed like Puff the Magic Dragon. That can have your mind go anywhere. I mean, so all of these questions are legit as far as me, and a lot of them are negative to me as far as whether you want to go pay that kind of coin on a short-term investment in one of the greatest players to ever play the most important position. Uh, if I'm any team mm-hmm. right now, I'm looking at C.J. Stroud. I'm looking at Will Levis. I'm looking at Bryce Young. I'm looking at Hendon Hooker. Uh, I'm looking at Derek Carr. Before right now, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, before I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers, unless I've got a team exactly that I firmly that's, believe that's the caveat right there is ready to win right now, and right. then even then, I'm looking more at Derek Carr than Aaron Rodgers, because I know that guy is invested, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman, and Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio. As a New York Jets fan, yeah, I'd want Derek Carr more than Aaron Rodgers. There's no doubt about that. If you believe you're a quarterback away, I'd rather have a guy that I know is going to be around for at least four to five years. You can sign up on that contract when it comes to Derek Carr if you believe you are a quarterback away. 
But if you're willing to wait for Aaron Rodgers, you get that's the devil in the details when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. You know what kind of quarterback you're getting, a guy that can still make those throws in the National Football League, even though he spit the bit in the last three important games in the regular season and in the playoffs at home. What happened versus Tampa Bay, where he was awful in the second half. What happened versus San Francisco, where he's grinning that first drive, then all for the rest of the football game. And then there's the Detroit Lions last year, where they had to win that game to get in the playoffs, and he didn't play well all in the second half. So yeah, all those factors have to be weighed. But when you still have that kind of talent and ability, if you believe you're a quarterback away and you can restructure his contract, then yes, he's worth it. Me as a Jets fan, and you know this, since last year, I said when the Raiders moved on from that guy, I said if I'm the New York Jets, I'm calling that guy Derek Carr because I know that guy's going to be the most motivated quarterback in 2023 because he wants to show the Raiders they made a mistake. But that doesn't mean that a guy like Aaron Rodgers is worth waiting for and not worth waiting for. And a team like the Jets, they're willing to say, if you're going to wait for him, we'll take our chances because he is Aaron Rodgers, no matter how quirky, how prickly that guy is going to be for your organization. You know the other aspect of this whole thing with Aaron Rodgers? He has to approve the trade or he can retire. You know, Green Bay has to get what they want for him or they won't be able to move him. I mean, and then you, yeah. and then you, are you stuck with him? I mean, it, it, it's he still has leverage when it comes to that. Yeah, I hear you. He does, and, and but you know what's crazy is so do the Packers to a degree. Sure, where they can go. You know what? Hell with it. We're done. And we and as as Goody said two days ago, we have to see Jordan Love play football. We have not heard that before. Nope, not at all. Telltale sign, man, where their mental part is when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and this whatever the hell he is <laughs> space where do you want to play, do you not want to play when it comes to football? Space in the head of Aaron Rodgers has proven to be the final frontier in the National Football League. I'm telling you, man, he's more like Kyrie Irving every single day. The difference is when he needs to it's, play, he plays. If Kyrie Irving did not feel like playing. He's not taking a two-week sabbatical, no, not telling anybody. No, he, he's not going to be the Prince of Darkness right. in the NFL regular season. He's not doing that. He waits till the end of the regular season right. when that's all said and done. <laughs> Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Cohen together on Freddie and Fitzsimmons. The Freddie and Fitzsimmons version of Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or Progressive.com. And now it's time for part two of NFL Combine Confidential and Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio, the Combine going on in Indianapolis. Coverage right now, not only ESPN2, but also the NFL Network. And believe me, plenty of guys are making a name for themselves, like Nolan Smith of Georgia ran a 4-4-40 during his 40 love time. Love that yeah, guy. You, you've been speaking on him for a minute. He's one of my team, man. Yeah. That's, I love four yeah. from Georgia. If we still had trading Woo! cards, the whole deck would be Nolan Smith cards in Ian's back pocket, I guarantee you Woo! right now, when it comes to young man from Georgia. But people say things in the Combine, and we'll tell you exactly what we heard. For example... Broncos head coach Sean Payton, the new boss in the Mile High City. Russell Westbrook is his quarterback, and he's doing everything he can to make sure that 2022 does not affect 2023. For me and this team, when we get into the offseason, you know, I'm going to park a car with no rearview mirrors. You know, we got to get past all those difficult things. It was a tough year. Someone said it last night. If they have success last night, I don't think the upstairs meeting room matters to anybody. I don't think it matters because I didn't see any articles from any of you prior to week one or week two, and that was happening. But that's what happens when you lose. All righty then. 
He said it. You heard what from King Payton of Denver? Uh, going into the season, everyone thought that Russell Wilson signing was a home run with that defense for Denver. And then Russell Wilson showed up. I want my own office. I want my own parking space. I want my own quarterback coach. And guess what? You know, Sean Payton is eliminating his own office, his own parking space, <laughs> and, and his own quarterback coach, you know, in the building. It's, for lack of a better term, as a new sheriff in town. That's what I heard from Sean Payton. Basically looked at Russell Wilson and said, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. That's what he told him. And everybody got that message because Russell Wilson may be or thinks he is one of the leaders of that team. The boss of the Denver Broncos is now Sean Payton. And everybody's going to fall in line, period, end of story, because he is not playing. He also has something, Russell Wilson, that you have too. That is a ring around that finger called a championship ring. We're not talking about a ringless head coach trying to find equity. Sean Payton has equity, and everybody knows it. So Russell Wilson, whatever he says, let's ride, Sean Payton goes, oh, yeah, we'll ride, but we're going to do it my way because I know your way did not work. Let me ask you this because – Everyone's pointing to to the stature, two quarterbacks that were vertically challenged, right, in Drew mm-hmm. Brees and yeah. Russell Wilson. Right. And, but to me, they're two completely different quarterbacks. Absolutely. Drew Brees was a throw-on-time, read-the-defense you know, quarterback. Russell Wilson is more of a, if the first isn't there, second's not there, move, right. scramble, and then deliver a dart-type quarterback. Sure. Can Sean Payton get Russell Wilson to play – for lack of a better term, on time, like he did with Drew Brees. I believe he can because he's going to stress one thing that made Russell Wilson successful, even though he didn't want to play that way anymore, and that's a running game, where that's going to be the basis of that. Drew Brees was so good at that running game, complimenting him and vice versa, that when you were so worried about that, there were plenty of times that guys wouldn't be open and Drew Brees would throw them open. He was so good at throwing in those spots and getting that ball out on time. That is something with a running game that can help Russell Wilson and vice versa. That could be a key if that's going to work. Because if he can't do it. First read, second read, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Go. And and Sean Payton is going to drill that in his head because, like I said, look at me. Look at me. He's the captain now when it comes to the Denver Broncos. How about the Houston Texans? Talk about an organization that's been the worst-run organization in North American sports in the last five years. There's no doubt about that. But now they feel they have a little hope with D'Amico Ryans as their head coach. The general manager of the Texans, Nick Cesario, said about the significance if they want to trade up to number one, which right now the Bears hold that pick. I think we're focused on the Texans. We're not necessarily worried about what other teams around us are doing. I mean, you're cognizant of that. But ultimately, you have to be prepared to pick wherever you're going to pick and then be prepared to pick whatever player. So I say most teams, again, not to generalize here, but most teams, wherever they pick, you probably have three or four guys that you would feel comfortable taking. So if a team is in front of you and you're only talking about one player, well, that's going to leave two or three other players. So you're comfortable with that group of players or you're not. So, again, you can't really get too caught up in what other teams are doing. Just try to make decisions that you feel are best for your team and your situation. Uh, He said that, my friend Ian. What did you hear? Not really damn sure what we're going to do at number two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you shouldn't be, right? I mean, if you're sure right now, you got problems because the eval process is still, I mean, there's so much to digest. And mm-hmm. remember, I'll, I'll give you a great example. Remember when the Chargers with Tom Telesco, in my opinion, their general manager is one of the best evaluators of talent out there. When he took Joey Bosa ahead of any quarterback, I think at number three overall, right? 
we're all going, oh my, what's he thinking? Well, Joey Bosa mm-hmm. has been one of the best edge rushers and impact players in the National Football League. And then they got their quarterback, right? Right. And Justin Herbert. If you have a player, from what I heard right there, that is the best player on your board, it yep. may not be quarterback, it might be Will Anderson for the edge rusher from Alabama. It might be Jalen Carter, D-tackle out of Georgia. What he's saying is he's, he didn't tip his hands. I, that's what I heard. Yeah. It was, we are going to do what's best for our franchise, and if it's moving up one, great. If it's yeah. staying packed, great. If it's not, if it's acquiring more assets and moving back, great. Mm-hmm. But they're not sold on the guy at quarterback. That's what I heard. Yeah. What I heard was, have you seen us the last four or five years? <laughs> okay, well, Anything we do should be an the improvement. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that whoever we select will be an improvement for what has gone on this organization ever since they had a 24 nothing lead on Kansas City in the second round of AFC playoffs and then Kansas City ran away and hid from them and then planet Earth ran away from the Houston Texans after that whole thing on and off the football field. So we could choose Charlie Brown at number two and that'll be an improvement. Of what we've done as an organization in the you last four to five years. I guess I was just a lot softer in what I said, but we kind of said me. the same thing, right? Not, you, you kept it gentlemanly. I kept it 100 when it comes to the Houston Texans. Last but not least, speed of keeping it 100, that's what Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions head coach, is always all about. And he gave an insight on how he likes to evaluate prospects in the NFL draft. To me, it's more, at this point, just to be able to sit with these guys. You know, obviously they get the medical during the week, but for us to be able to do these formal interviews or informal is, to me, the biggest part of all this. It's not even the working out portion. Like, to me, you grade them off the tape. You don't grade off somebody out here in pajamas running around on 40 with no defender around or offender. Um so, um, but the meetings are great. You know, the meetings are really pivotal. So, the, all the other stuff, whatever, just tell me when to show up. We'll get it done. He said it. What did you hear? That's a former NFL tight end for over a decade going, look, man, I don't give a bleep about bench press or 40 times or how guys run in a straight line. I'm going to turn the tape on. I'm going to go look at the medicals. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through the interview process, and that's how we're going to draft our team. And I am in step with him on that. Co-sign, and that's all we need to say. He wants to look a dude in his eye and say, are you with me or you're not that's with it. me, and I'll find out. By the way, Nolan Smith. Mm-hmm. Round of 4 3 9, 40 the second time, by the way. Put it out there. The film of the D-line room, right, watching him run was hilarious. People went crazy going, this. And by the way, he's not a D lineman. Let's be honest, all right? He's a stand-up edge rusher. But to run a 4-4 and then a 4-3-9, oh, my God, Magnum. Hello. No Hello. Doubt. Yeah, no doubt about Hello. that. Hello. He's going to make somebody very, very happy Woo! when they take that guy in the first round. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman together on Canty and Carlin. We stay with Major League Baseball. And a World Series hero is going to let us know exactly what he thinks about the new changes to speed up his game of baseball. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Here's a pitch on the way, a swing and a belt. Left field, way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. As Joe Carter hits a three-run home run in the ninth inning, and the Blue Jays have repeated as World Series champions. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. Hard to believe that was over 30 years ago when that happened. Shut up. Yeah, one of the great moments Mercy. in Major League Baseball over 30 years ago. I think Ian was four years of age and that all was going on. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. <laughs> I'm Freddie Coleman on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. I've never loved you more. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM XM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Let's bring in that World Series hero. That is Joe Carter. By the way, hit him up on Twitter. He is a great follow at Joe, underscore, Joe Carter underscore 29. Can't wait to talk to him about what he's doing to benefit mental health and also baseball's new rules. The legendary Joe Carter here in Canty and Carlin. Mr. Carter, n- number one, thanks for joining us. Number two, what do you think about the rule changes that Major League Baseball has put in place starting in spring training to speed up the game? Uh, to uh, here's here's what I don't understand. You can go see a. Th- I mean, people want to get they want to get banged for their bucks, right? Mm-hmm. At least I think so. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to? You take a family of four to the game. It costs you what two, three thousand dollars, and <laughs> so and and you want an hour and a half game. No, I, I don't. You know, for me, I I don't see. You know, you know, a game to me, a football game lasts three hours. You know, basketball game is going to be around that two-hour mark, but it's basketball. But I think baseball is going to be two and a half to, you know, as you stay around the two and a half, the two forty-five mark, I think that's fine. You know, but but for some reason they want to speed it up because they want people to get out of the house. Go to the ballpark, get out of the ballpark real fast, and then get back home real fast <laughs> instead of stand outdoors and enjoy themselves. So, you know, I, I kind of have mixed emotions about it uh, because you see a lot of uh, controversy happening right now. Pitchers, pitchers don't really understand it. 
I think uh, Robinson Chapman, uh, you know, he had, you know, he started his, he started his wind up with one second left, and they still called it the ball. So, you know, what the rule changes be implemented, but uh, now nah, I, I don't think it was necessary. But then again, I'm not in baseball anymore. Well, Joe, the, the games were north of three hours, man. We're not talking an hour and a half. And in, in, in today's society, you know, yeah. it, 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 if if it's not immediate, then you're you're losing them. So I understand where they're coming from. Even in college football, they're they're talking about speeding up the game. In the NFL, they're they're trying to speed up the game. So from that aspect, for the betterment of the game, and just going from a hitter standpoint, if you don't know where whether the pitcher's going to throw the, the ball in eight seconds or 20 seconds, if you call one timeout, Max Scherzer was saying that's an advantage for him. But Aaron Judge was saying as a hitter, if a pitcher looks fatigued and he knows he has to throw it, man, he's digging in and getting ready to rake. Your thoughts on that? Well, you know what? You know, I could see you with college football, NFL, because the more plays you have, the more chances you have of somebody getting really hurt, really injured uh, in, in, in football. So I could see that because I think there was a thing where they said in, in college football there was probably 184 uh, plays compared to maybe 100, 150 uh, in the NFL. So something like that because of the of, – you know, of the ferocity of, of football. But baseball, I mean, it, it's, a, it's you know, you take away the cat and game, the cat and mouse game within the game itself. And so if you got a pitcher out there who likes to work fast, uh, you know, you, you want to get into his head and kind of slow him down a little bit. Just like a pitcher, you know, back in the old days, you had guys like Nolan Ryan, Don Drysdale, uh, uh, you know, and those guys were like, if you were afraid of the inside pitch, it was their job to remind you that you were afraid afraid of the inside pitch. And so they're going to remind you of that. So that's the game within the game and from the player standpoint. So, you know, maybe from a fan standpoint, they want a cricket game fine. But from the player standpoint, you want to go with, you know, how comfortable you are and how you can disrupt the hitter's timing or the pitcher's timing. How much does that gamesmanship come into play for you? How much did it come into play? Oh, it came in. No, a, no. It came in a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. You know that. You know that. It for me that was that was the game because when you look at it, you're in the big leagues. Everybody has the talent to be in the big leagues. Now, what separates you? Because everybody hit third or fourth on their high school team. You know, their little league team, they played pitcher, they played third base, shortstop, they were the best players. And so now you've come to the big leagues where everybody has pretty much, you know, the talent ranges, you know, from, you know, maybe from, from 1 to 10, you're going to have major league ball players 7 to 10. So you have those elite players like Otani, and then you may have the, the, the medium range players that, that may grade out at a 7. Mm-hmm. But those guys, they know how to play the game. And so you, you take it into consideration. So you're trying to make a name for yourself. So you're trying to get the advantage. And that's what, from a player standpoint, that's what we try to do. We try to get the advantage on the opposition. Uh, unlike to me now, one thing I do like is when they change the shift. Right. Because Thank you. <laughs> uh, amen. But, but, see, but see, here's, here's the thing. I got the best advice I ever got one of my best hitting coaches I ever had was Bobby Bonds. And Bobby said, Joe, you can make a pitcher pitch to you however you want him to. 
And I said, okay, okay, let's go to detail. Let's talk about that. And so if a guy had a big breaking ball, and so as a hitter, you say, man, I got to get that breaking ball before it breaks or after it breaks. And so he said, you move all the way up in the box, okay, all the way to the front. Catcher sees it, pitcher sees it. So what do they think? They go, oh, he's he wants to take away my breaking ball, get it before he breaks. But the whole time, I'm looking fastball. I'm making him throw me a fastball. And so, and that happened numerous times with me. The catcher sees that, the, the pitcher sees that. Wow. They throw me a fastball, you hit it out, and the pitcher looks at you like, what are you doing? You're looking breaking ball. I go, no, I was making you throw me a fastball. That's what, you know, with the shift, you can beat the shift if you just do the opposite. But, mm-hmm. you know, the way these guys are taught today, <laughs> no, hit the ball as hard as you can into the shift, uh, which is <laughs> God crazy. Almighty. You know? yeah. Completely. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down ten bunts a week and be ten <laughs> for ten, uh, and then make them change, and that's what guys don't do. No doubt about that. A man who had 396 home runs in his career in Major League Baseball, including maybe the most famous home run in postseason history. Joe Carter joining us here on Canty and Carlin. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. Hit him on Twitter at Joe Carter underscore 29. You're involved with something really, really wonderful with 78 PGA Tour champions and other many prominent athletes and celebrities at the second annual Invited Celebrity Classic. That's coming up next month, April 21st through the 23rd at Los Colinos Country Club in Irving, Texas. TV coverage will be on the Golf Channel. For those who don't know, what is this event all about and how did you get involved in it? Well, um, through uh, Mike Flasky, uh, he was with Diamond Resorts and he had a tournament in Orlando with called the Diamond Resorts, and so he was bought out by Diamond Resorts, and so he still he is a great golfer. He loves the golf, and he he loves to go out there and bring all these celebrities in. And so he got involved. He was involved with the LPGA with the girls there, uh, and he had did a few events with the senior with the PGA Senior Tour, the Champions Tour. And so now with him out of there, and now he's got his own Mike Flasky Entertainment. He has done the same, got involved with the PGA, this, the Champions Tour, and we, we did it last year in Los Colinas. And, man, if you've ever played golf in Texas. I live in Dallas, you. Joe. Yes, <laughs> I played that course. I can't <laughs> sniff par on that course. Good luck. Go ahead. <laughs> I tell you what, the wind, the wind can Woo! change any second now. You know, you hit that high ball – the wind just eats it up. And last year at Los Colinas Country Club, that was a very tough course. And uh, it took us a while to get used to it. But what a great event. I mean, you've got, you know, it's like you say, 78 guys, and you're out there playing with these with these guys. Paul Stankowski, you're, you're playing with, well, uh, let's see, Woody Austin. Uh, guys that were successful on the, on the PGA Tour and now on the Champions Tour, I mean, these guys are still phenomenal, and it and it 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 makes me kind of wonder because a lot of times we have celebrities that are you know really good golfers. Marty Fish, uh, you've got uh, John Smoltz, you got Mark Mulder, and a lot of times they they always say to these guys, "Why don't you guys uh, try out for the senior tour?" And we're like, you know, thinking that we can just go out there and make a name for ourselves on the senior tour, and I'm like. 
look, these guys have been playing golf since they were six, seven years old. Uh, just because they're in the senior tour does not, does not mean they're not professionals. Right. So, so we're like, no, the, you know, the consistency is, is not by any chance any good for us. But, you know, we enjoy it. Uh, it makes a lot of money for, for a great charity. Uh, it gives back to the community, and it gives the fans a chance to interact with us. I mean, we're walking down the course and you're talking to the fans and, you know, after the round, you sit there and sign an autograph. So it's, it's a wow. good, it's a win-win relationship for a lot of people. No doubt about it. It's the second annual Invited Celebrity Classic coming up April 21st through the 23rd at Los Colinas Country Club in Irving, Texas. By the way, all the proceeds from the event will benefit the Momentous Institute, a North Texas nonprofit dedicated to building and repairing social and emotional health so that all children can achieve their full potential. A man will be a part of that. It's just a great ambassador, not just for baseball, but really for life. Here's Joe Carter, who had 396 home runs in his major league career, and hit him on Twitter as a great file, as I mentioned, at Joe Carter underscore 29, joining Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons on Canty and Carlin. Mr. Carter, it's a pleasure. Continue success, and thank you so much. You take care, my friend. And Freddie, thank you for mentioning that I did hit more than one home run in my career. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just reporting, Mr. Carter. I'm just reporting. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, Thank guys, you, you guys take care. You too, you my go. friend. Great stuff by the great Joe Carter joining us here on Canty and Carlton. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. You weren't a fan before Joe Carter. You're definitely a fan of him oh, now. I was, yeah. yeah no, just engaging personality. Just, just wonderful. Awesome. Just no, awesome. No doubt about the great stuff in the games of baseball and also benefiting people in the life outside of baseball. We got three more things to talk about before we're out of here. That's why we call it Three and Out. It's next on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Canty and Carlin, Freddie Coleman, and Ian Fitzsimmons in for the guys today on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Former Carolina Panthers owner Jerry Richardson passed away today at the age of 86. So many differing opinions, good and bad, about Jerry Richardson. But there's no doubt about him bringing football to the Carolinas when a lot of people did not think that was ever going to be possible. Yeah, that's the good, right? That He did bring a team there to Charlotte, and uh, that community has embraced that squad, mm-hmm. as has yeah, the, the NFL. So that's the good. The bad – a lot of, I mean, a whole lot of what happened behind the scenes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the good part, yes, you know, him bringing uh, an NFL franchise there to his family, you know, may he rest in peace. No doubt about that. 
Don't want to stomp on a man's grave, so we're not going to. We'll just leave right. it right there as far as that goes. I didn't know Giannis Antetokounmpo had money like this, but I guess we should never underestimate a pro athlete and what they do with their money. He just bought a stake in the MLS club in Nashville. Love that. Love when, that. Uh, yeah, he and Nashville Predators forward Philip Forsberg are part of a new set of minority investors that acquired the stake with the, along the Antetokounmpo brothers, the Nasus, his team in Milwaukee, Costas, who plays in Turkey, and Alex, who plays in the G League. Giannis said, and I quote, my father was a professional soccer player. It was the first sport I fell in love with in Greece. I've always had the dream of owning a soccer team, end quote. I reached out to a friend of mine who lives in Nashville. Uh, Vanderbilt, and he said that the word is that Giannis was waiting for the opportunity. Yeah, this was the first one, and he pounced on it. So, I love this part, man. I mean, you know, we, we we have other big name superstars that have minority owners in other sports, like Aaron Rodgers has a minority stake in mm-hmm. the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks, Bucks. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So Giannis going in with the MLS, where his dad. Used to play, you know, pro soccer. Yeah. And he was just waiting on the opportunity. This was it. He pounced mm-hmm. on it. Yep. Man, not good for him, great for him. And about the MLS, they keep rising and rising and rising. And now you got a pro superstar like that involved in your league. That visibility you can't buy with any kind of price with Giannis yep. being a part of that. And last but not least, one of our favorites is Mike Brave, an outgoing oh. Notre Dame head coach retiring. They were able to take down number 25 Pittsburgh last night at home. Google Mike Bray, final home game in Notre Dame. And by the way, you're welcome. Just a tremendous response from fans about a guy that gave so much to that program and made them matter in two different conferences, the Big East and the ACC. That was amazing. That's what sport is all about. That moment right there where, look, losing record, and you go talk to, you know, Jordan Cornette or anybody else that's played for Mike Bray, right? right? Mm Mm-hmm. You will not find many people that have something bad to say about the guy. Yep. And for the, 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 the to win his last game at Notre Dame as their head coach and Absolutely. that reaction, you can't write that script. So beyond the tip of the cap, we bow down. Yeah. And as he said, he's not retiring. Right. He's taking a hiatus, and yeah. he will be back in basketball. But for that, for all that long run mm-hmm. that he's had at Notre Dame and all those remarkable moments, man, last night, yeah, that's yeah. what sport is all about. Yeah, I had a chance to meet him at a Coaches versus Cancer event in Albany, New York, and Great coach and even better person when it comes to Mike Bray. And that's a friendship that I really, really treasure. One of the blessings of working at ESPN Radio close to 19 years that you have a chance to run across people like that. Those kind of friendships mean so much to me. And Mike Bray, you'll be missed. But I have a feeling you'll be back some way, somehow, because it's hard to move on from a sport that you're so passionate about. By the way, you can help people in areas affected by the Turkey earthquake, including Turkey and Syria. Please visit redcross.org slash ESPN. That is redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond in the way that it's supposed to happen. So you're going to continue to bet on horses while the night goes along? No, we're no. done, but I'm going to listen to Joe and Amber, man, because my boy right. Fortinball has been on fire. There we so go. So come on with it, Bubba. Let's go. Joe Fortinball is all about making sure that Ian Fitzsimmons' bank account gets a lot larger. Let's he get and it. Amber come your way next. Come on. Ian Fitzsimmons and Freddie Coleman. This has Canty and Carlin on the mighty ESPN Give Radio. Give me USC. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.